CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Hi, before we bring in Jody and David, let's talk about our Patreon page. If you're sick and tired of the commercials on the show... I've got a solution for you. For just $15 per month, you can get the ultimate edition of this podcast. Here's what that means. The ultimate edition combines the free version of the show with the post-mortem show that we record after the end credits. Plus, we take out all the commercials just for you. That means you get the hour-long free show plus the 20-minute post-mortem show where all the real fun happens. And you get all of that without commercials for just $15 per month. That's bobseskashow.com or just click the all caps patreon link beneath the logo at bobseska.com and now let the cartoons begin recorded live in the usa covering the whole wide world right on. this is the bob seska show presented by bubblegenius.com mr powers you'll notice that all of the sharks have laser beams attached to their heads i figure every creature deserves a warm meal <clears throat> dr evil it's about the sharks when you were frozen, they were put on the endangered species list. We tried to get some, but it would have taken months to clear up the red tape. You know, I have one simple request, and that is to have sharks with frickin' laser beams attached to their heads. Now, evidently, my cycloptic colleague informs me that that can't be done. Uh, can you remind me what I pay you people for? Honestly, throw me a bone here. What do we have? Sea bass. Right. They are mutated sea bass. Really? Are they ill-tempered? Absolutely. Well, that's a start. You know. Bob Seska! Bob! 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 The Bob Seska Show! From our nation's capital, it is Thursday, February 4, 2021, and this is the Bob Seska Show on the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network. Hi, what's up? My name is Bob. Hello, Bob. Hello. Day 16 of the Biden-Harris administration. Has it only been 16 days? That's crazy. 642 days until the 22 midterms, and oh yes, let's bring him in. Let's do it. It is the Goth Ninjas. Jody Hamilton from the From the Bunker podcast, from dash the dash bunker.com, also from the Stephanie Miller show at stephaniemiller.com, and the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network, your podcasting super duper station, as Donald Trump calls it, or not. And David T. Rex Ferguson from the T. Rex Report podcast, and Astral Summer, that's astralsummer.bandcamp.com. That is his music project. Make sure to go and support that thing. It's uh, really, really good stuff over there. Really great music. Okay, so lots to talk about today, uh, Goth Ninjas. How are you? How are you both? How are you? How, How are you? Doing? you? I'm, I'm okay. And David, I understand that you're angry based on your Facebook page. I just I saw a lot of rage <laughs> on Facebook today. Oh, I'm all right. I just I watched you know the full 90 minutes of uh, Representative Alexandria Ocasio Cortez's video about. Yeah what she experienced in the Capitol. And it really brought up a lot of stuff for me. I'm sure anyone who's been like a trauma survivor has watched that and gone like, ugh. And like to see people questioning the reality and the validity of her experience. Mm -hmm. People like Benny Johnson, we all know, you know, Benny Johnson. Oh, yes, yes. I wish from BuzzFeed for plagiarism. And he's running with this whole thing that, you know, he's like, AOC wasn't in the Capitol. I'm like, okay, dickhead. The Capitol is not just the dome. Yeah. 
Um, so before you like hit your soft little head on something, like calm down. God, she was in the office complex, and but you know Glenn Greenwald was mocking her. Michael Tracy was doing it too. Michael Tracy was the most egregious about it, and I'm happy to report that I think Nick Lutzko is working on a Michael Tracy song. Also, Nancy Mace, who's a uh, sitting representative. Yeah, she also got on AOC's case after on the seventh, saying that she was in fear for her life and her. Her and she hid in her office, which is two doors down from AOC's, and she mm-hmm. was terrified as of January 7th. She said so, and now she's going, Nobody's coming after us. Well, if you were so scared, why weren't you in the hallway? Yeah, if, uh-huh. if it wasn't a big deal, why were you hiding in your office, too? Right, right. They were trying to find sneakers for AOC yeah. to wear so that she could run. That's how dangerous it was. Let's make yeah. no mistake here. There are a lot of people who are trying to downplay what happened at the Capitol, including fucking Benny Johnson. Fuck him. Because that's fucking nonsense. This was an insurrection against the Article One powers in the Constitution. This yep. wasn't, you know what? This wasn't a bunch of protesters in Portland breaking the window of a Chipotle. I, I was talking to a friend of mine about it. He goes, well, what about everything that happened in Portland with Antifa? And oh, I'm like, first off, that. Antifa's not a thing. Mm-hmm. And secondly, uh, Target is not... Congress, yeah, you know, yeah. and and those people were arrested as they should have been. Mm-hmm. You vandalize something, you're arrested. I'm sorry, you know, of course. But this was highly. It was. It's that's apples and wood. It's that's what the comparison <laughs> yeah. is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's yeah. like it's 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 just. Uh, and I told him, I said, you know, their Antifa is not a thing. Look it up. Mm-hmm. It's not, I'm I'm anti, I'm Antifa because I'm anti-fascist. Your granddad was Antifa when he fought in World War II. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly right. Well, here's the thing, David. I'm uh, kind of with you on the anger front because I am really fired up about people like uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. I'm really fired up about uh, Donald Trump. The entire pandemic should never have happened the way it happened. This is something we've talked about over and over again, that uh, this should have ended back in July. Had we done the right thing? Had we been responsible? Had Fox News and A talk radio and Breitbart and all the usual suspects not prevented the collective sacrifice that we had to make in order to overcome this pandemic like so many other nations have. New Zealand is done with it. Australia is done with it. We could have been done with this back in the summer. And now the added bonus for me personally is that now my brother has tested positive. And uh, I'm so sorry. and so yeah. get well soon, and my brother Jim. So now he's going to be uh, uh, quarantined for at least ten days. He's going to have to miss work. He of course has his own chiropractic uh, practice, and so he's got to uh, skip out on his patients and everything like that. This is something that didn't need to happen. This is something that didn't need to happen because we could have done this. We defeated Nazi Germany and Imperial Japan at the same fucking time. And we were too lazy and entitled and too many people tethered to Donald Trump's apron to do the things that we should have done to overcome the pandemic. Instead, everyone needed to go and do their own fucking thing and indulge themselves and feel entitled and do what Donald Trump, the the guy who sold steaks in sharper image stores, is the guy commanding (laughs) 74 million Americans. I mean, it's absolute goddamn madness. And it's not just Trump. Make no mistake here. The other night I was watching the, uh, as we all were, we were all watching the memorialization of uh, uh, Brian Sicknick in the Capitol Rotunda. And uh, MSNBC, CNN, carrying the coverage live, airing the ambient sound that was going on in the rotunda. Not a lot of commentaries, very solemn broadcast for uh, two of the several uh, cable networks. You turn over to Fox News Channel, there's Laura Ingram belching vomit all over Dr. Fauci and whatever target of the day that they've decided to uh, uh, weed out of the stack. That's what they do over there, and I'm sick and fucking tired of it. Fox News Channel is a blight. The Republic cannot coexist with the Fox News disinformation. I'm talking about prime yes, time right. here. Yes. Yep. No, it's all got to go. Yeah. It's all yeah. garbage. Even when they do straight news, they're doing it from this skewed, ridiculous perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know, can I just say, like, during the memorial when President Biden and the First Lady showed up, and silently paid their respects yeah. mm-hmm. and left. Mm-hmm. I just – like the, the contrast – because, you know, if yeah. Trump had even acknowledged that Brian Sicknick had been murdered, which he wouldn't, but if, if they even had – I mean, he would have made a speech. He would have talked about how great he is, and he would have made it all about himself. And yep. the, just the contrast could not have been starker that, you know, Biden didn't even 
make a statement to the press or yeah well you know if donald trump had been president and something like this had happened but in the uh hours after donald trump went down to pay his respects if he did it all they would have produced one of those videos that they always used to do. For the past four years, everything, Donald Trump would go and take a shit in the other room and then suddenly Stephen Miller would come out with a fully produced video of Donald Trump walking in slow motion toward the bathroom, saluting the golden toilet, you know, doing Dramatic orchestral music swelling. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Exactly right. And they would have done the exact same thing. They would have exploited it. Every single moment of it would have been exploited for politics. But I mean, I I could go off for hours and hours. I mean, here's the thing with Fox News Channel. Not only did they help incite that insurrection that killed Brian Sicknick, but they've been responsible for a lot of it, or at least partly responsible for so much of it. And again, when I'm talking about Fox News Channel, you know, we had this conversation with uh, John Fugel saying last night on his show on Sirius XM. And I made sure to clarify that when I'm talking about Fox News, I'm talking about those three prime suspects, the three uh, members of Fox News primetime who make up that rogues gallery, Tucker Carlson, Sean Hannity, Laura Ingram. And then there are sort of the part-timers too, like Mark Levin and and Jeanine Pirro. Those are the Mm -hmm. kinds of people I'm talking about. (laughs) Jeanine Pirro is there every Saturday. You're getting their short, you're giving the judge short shift here. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Jeanine Pirro with her box wine, just lapping it up like in a big old bowl. Like she's got a giant silver bowl that she uh, just drinks it down with. And so uh, it's these people who not only prevented the end of this pandemic, who not only blocked the notion of societal sacrifice, of universal sacrifice from coast to coast where we all do the same thing, we all chip in, we all do what we have to do as members of this American society. Not only did they prevent that from happening, but they helped Donald Trump incite the first set of insurrections that took place under the banner of Liberate Michigan, Liberate Virginia. Mm-hmm. And that's where we saw not only the same creepazoids who stormed the Capitol building storm into state houses at that point in time. This is a, a little under a year ago. But then also the whole thing culminated in the attempted assassination, the attempted kidnapping, torture, and assassination of one of our uh, state governors. Yep. <clears throat> and so, and Fox News was right there stoking all of that shit yep. with the disinformation about COVID, with the, all of the nonsense and agitprop and disinformation that we've all come to realize is, is just part of the game now. And it can't mm-hmm. be part of the game anymore. How many insurrections need to take place? How many more threats of assassination have to be levied against, uh, whether it's governors, whether it's uh, members of Congress, whether it's AOC, of the or, House. whether it's Mike Pence, for God's sake. Mike Pence, exactly. Until we say, as a republic, either the disinformation goes or the republic goes, because those are the stakes now. We can't continue to exist with 74 million people believing in Jewish space lasers and how the Sandy Hook massacre was a hoax. That just simply cannot happen. And I understand the entire Republican coalition isn't married to the Q ideas, but the Q theories, the ridiculousness that's coming out. I still think it's some guy pranking millions of people, yet another giant con being uh, foisted upon the American people, just like Donald Trump, just like Roger Ailes. This is going to spread like mogwai who get wet. This is going to be, I mean, they're going to multiply already. But see, I think in a way that Marjorie Taylor Greene is doing us a huge favor. Yeah. And that she is casting her crazy all over the entire Republican Party, and they're yeah. not backing down. So it's so much easier for us to paint them as out-of-touch, crazy extremists mm-hmm. because of her. I mean, she's given us a big fundraising, you know, I mean, uh, not that I have any, that's the only good thing I have to say about the woman. Yeah, yeah. I mean, have she, you guys seen what uh, Nancy Pelosi is referring to Kevin McCarthy instead of an Q R from California? Yeah, Q Kevin the Q. and then Q from California. <laughs> I love yeah. that. That's See, great. I mean, that's a huge gift to us ahead of the midterms for yeah, us to yeah. continue to be able to cre- to paint them as completely crazy people who are, you know, 
believe that Jewish space lasers start wildfires. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, I mean, normally, David, I would be right on board with you about that. And in fact, John Fuglesang said the exact same thing you just said on his show last night. And I said, you know, that's all fine. And I, I hope it works out that way. I really do. I hope they're committing slow motion suicide here. And, and if that's the case, they need to go faster. <laughs> you know, the Republican Party needs to die faster. Thank you. But at the same time, my concern is rewind to 2015 when Donald Trump rolled on down that escalator and we all went, yay, this is going to be fun. He's going to crash no, and burn. No, and no, 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 no. <laughs> and also, you got to remember that he was, had he only been against, say, Ted Cruz and Jeb Bush and maybe Marco Rubio, he would have not survived that primary. Yeah. It's because he was against 16 or 17 other people that he could pull things away and eventually get the nomination. Had it been, you know, maybe four, three or four other people, he would have never made it past that primary. Yeah, I, that's, I mean, that's a good point. But I, I guess what I'm trying to say is so many Americans right now are in that mode where they just feel like, oh, shit, I hate the Republicans. I hate the Democrats. What does this other button do? And so I feel like that's one of the things that gave us Donald Trump. Obviously, we're talking about a multifaceted causality here with the rise mm -hmm. of Donald Trump and the election of him. But at the same time, it was a lot of experimentation going on, a lot of people not understanding what the role of the president is and the importance of having someone who, at the very least, had some tether to values or uh, character or something. Instead, they went with this guy who they recognized from TV and said, oh, this will scramble shit up. Here, let's just throw him in there, see what happens. You know, it's just like, yeah, again, what does this, you know, it's like they find a, a weird button in their house or like a, a light switch that doesn't go anything oh what does this switch do and they're turning it on and off and suddenly a, a nuclear missile rises up from a hidden underground silo below their apartment building and so that's the kind of shit that we're experimenting with now and my fear is that oh marjorie taylor green she, well she's crazy but maybe she's the right kind of crazy yeah you know maybe she'll go in and stir things mm. up in washington no, it's uh, she like <laughs> she's being driven by like mental illness. I mean, she is like bonkers, literally, and she can't. But if she was herself. alone, that would be fine. She's not alone, yeah. though. She's not alone. Here's the latest poll: Republicans. Oh, oh, here's the la the latest poll from Axios says Republicans favor Marjorie Taylor Greene over people like Liz Cheney. They just published an exclusive poll, sheds new light, and reveals that. 38% of Republicans polled more closely align or support the newly elected QAnon conspiracist over a third-ranking member of the House Republicans and daughter of Dick Cheney. So this is something that is actually... Well, it's not like hair. Liz Cheney is a charismatic, magnetic motherfucker. Right. You know, I mean, she's kind of a terrible person. Let's let's we yes, forget. but you think but she's thirty eight percent of Republicans is? I mean, thirty eight percent of thirty percent of the country. It's not a lot of people. Well, you know, I, I really appreciate you guys trying to downplay this because it's serving the purpose of talking me off the ledge. But at the same time, <laughs> I really believe there's something legitimate to fear about. And I'm talking about fear in the political sense. There's concern about Q and its dominance and its spread because... While we sit here and we talk on this show and we engage in our circles on social media and so on, there's this whole underground of, of batshit crazy that is yeah. just boiling under the surface. And it's just a matter of time before they start See, popping off. More. It's always it's always yeah. been boiling crazy here. It, you know, it's just <laughs> I mean, yeah, welcome to my world. Yeah. Here's a happy thought. Let's talk about Mike Lindell. Let's let's not talk about. Oh, wait, wait, there, hold on. I have some breaking news. Okay. Fox News is being sued for two point seven billion dollars <gasps> oh by God. Smartmatic voting for their election yes. lies. Also named in the lawsuit are Rudy Giuliani, Maria Bartiromo, Lou Dobbs, and Judge Janine. Oh my God! Yeah. <laughs> See, by Fox News. That's their kryptonite right there. And, and you know what? I wonder if it's targeting very specifically the same people I've been talking about, which is those uh, the trifecta of, of weirdos. Well, it's just right now it's Rudy, Maria Bartiromo, Lou Dobbs, and Judge Janine, not Sean Hannity and not Tucker Carlson at this point. Um, the mm. lawsuit just dropped, so I'm sure more people will have more information. But so far, those are the people that are personally named. And remember, with the Seth Rich lawsuit, they settled 
just before depositions were about to be taken, because mm-hmm. if you lie under oath, that's problematic, even in a civil lawsuit. So we'll see. I mean, $2.7 billion, that's the family fortune. I mean, you know. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's that's what like you're going to settle for, a billion? I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. what's the settlement if they're going to settle? So this is going to be very interesting. Well, as I've been saying, that's their kryptonite. Lawsuits are their kryptonite. Lawsuits yep. are what makes them go, maybe I shouldn't be making this shit up. Because that's the thing. Mm-hmm. That's the key to all of this is they know they're making shit up. Sean Hannity knows he's making it up. Especially Tucker Carlson knows that he's oh, making God, shit yes. up. They know that all they're doing is pandering to the dumb shits. It's a bubble gum for the weirdos and suckers. That's what they do. They manufacture it. They talk about it. I'm sure they have a writer's room that comes up with the craziest shit, just like they used to have it, like the Weekly World News. We know we're full of shit, but we're just going to keep putting the fucking magazines at the checkout aisle. And that's the motivation of Fox News Channel. So they know. They know. It's not like they're committed to repeating actual news and go, we're just being journalists here because here's the facts and here's what backs up what we're saying. No, they're just making the shit up. They're just making it up. By the way, going back to uh, the poll numbers, uh, David, I'm just looking at the approval ratings or the net favorability of uh, some of the top Republicans, according to this Axios poll. Uh, Kevin McCarthy has an approval number among Republicans of 38% to 16% disapprove. That's a uh, plus 22. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene is the second most popular in this list. 28% approval to 18% disapproval. So you're talking about a lot of people who don't know who these people are. Uh, Mitch McConnell, 31 uh, approved, 46 disapproved. So he's kind of screwed. Liz Cheney, 14% approved, 42% disapprove. So (laughs) that's a huge difference between Liz Cheney, who's established herself as a standard bearer, at least in the conservative movement, if not the Republican mm-hmm. Party. And Absolutely. now this- oh, I have more breaking news. I'm sorry. Okay, sure. No, please don't the, apologize. The House impeachment managers are requesting that Donald John Trump testify under oath next week. <laughs> oh, indeed. <laughs> yes. I love it. It gets better. Um, yeah. Part of it, part of what they're saying is that If he decides, hold on, if you decline this invitation, we reserve any and all rights, including the right to establish at trial that your refusal to testify supports a strong adverse interference regarding your actions and inaction on January 6, 2021. Holy shit. Well, see, now Jamie Raskin. Yeah. What's great. Um, What's great great about that is uh, that Donald Trump can't use DOJ or whatever mechanisms he was mm -hmm. using as president. To uh, stonewall the subpoena, to stonewall the request. Well, it's a request at the moment. It's not a subpoena at the moment. But the thing is, is because it's not a criminal trial, they can say this. This is a political trial, technically. Mm -hmm. Like, like, you don't have to testify when you're being charged with a crime because we have a Fifth Amendment right to not incriminate ourselves. This is not a criminal trial. People are going to go nuts. Oh, what about his Fifth Amendment rights? He doesn't have them in this trial. Mm -hmm. This is not that kind of trial. (laughs) Ah, man, that makes me happy. That really does. That turned my mood right around. Donald Trump's going to have to testify. Oh, yeah. Thank God. And Here's the thing. I think he's going to go in and do it because he can't. Of course he will because he needs attention. Yes, he can't shut the fuck up. So he's going to go in there and he's just going to start rambling and he's going to dig his own goddamn grave. Or at least cross-examining. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Jamie Raskin. Well, he, he would be. Jamie Raskin is the lead manager. So he would probably be doing the initial. Um, questioning and then of course his defense attorneys can question him again and then I don't know how the the rules are in a in a Senate trial on witness testimony or whether you can redirect or recross I have no yeah. idea on that because my law and order degree really just is in criminal law yeah okay. that's that's true right right have you ever watched him be deposed because he yeah. yeah he uh is not not a happy camper when he's being Mm -hmm. deposed. He's just really miserable and he gets antsy and he doesn't pay attention. And then they Mm -hmm. force him to read something and he has trouble reading what is in front of him. And yeah, it's a big mess. So that'll be interesting. Mm -hmm. I I don't know that he's necessarily going to turn up, but I think there's a strong chance that he will just because this is an opportunity. And I think maybe the Democrats are playing on this, that Mm -hmm. 
that he just, he can't resist. I mean, right. I think his lawyers are going to try to like use their bodies, anything they can to, to stop him. They're going to build come in looking wall. like Hannibal Lecter where he can't speak. <laughs> yes, they're going to get some pieces mm-hmm. of the, uh, the border wall and just put it around Trump. <laughs> so he's going to have to slip on through. It's a good thing they use those uh, skin piercing spikes at the top of the wall so he can't, <laughs> can't climb. <laughs> Um, so Marjorie Taylor Greene at one point in during 2019, and again, this is before the pandemic. This is before the insurrection, obviously. So she is on videotape urging her followers to storm government buildings. So this is going to give even more ammunition to the concept of shit canning her from Congress, Uh, not only just stripping her of her committee assignments, which I think has already happened. I do think there was at least I think they're in the process of voting for it right now. Yes, yes. There was a scheduled vote today, Thursday. So uh, this is Marjorie Taylor Greene from 2019 talking about, well, here it is. If we have a sea of people, if we shut down the streets, if we shut down everything, if we flood the Capitol building, flood all the government buildings, go inside. These are public buildings. We own them. We own these buildings. Do you understand that? We own the buildings and we pay all the people that work in the buildings. Yeah, there it is. There it is. Did you say that we own them? Yeah, I guess mm-hmm. she means because we pay taxes to the government and then the government spends our tax money on the buildings that we technically own them in a sense but we don't we because there are rules there's security measures there are things that you know are preventing we you, you own go those and- buildings i need to speak to the manager <laughs> whatever karen yeah um my frappe is cold is warm it's melted um, but yeah. just because we as taxpayers you know fund the maintenance of the buildings that were built with slave labor yeah um, just because we pay for the maintenance of them, we also pay for the security of the people that work there. And we also have to abide by, you know, security measures and things like yeah. that. It's not just something we can go in and suddenly, you know, pitch a tent and camp out in the Capitol Rotunda. That just no. doesn't happen. You can't do that. And besides, this is more inciting of the insurrections that we've seen. This has given authority and heft to the concept mm-hmm. of the, some of the things that we have seen over the past couple of years, you know, whether it was the uh, House Republican weirdo caucus trying to storm that skiff or the Liberate Michigan thing that we were talking about before, uh, this has been an ongoing trend toward what we saw on January 6th. I don't know where it goes from here. I don't know if they've got another one planned. All we can do is go based on what DHS has said, which is that th- there's kind of an ongoing terror threat based on these right-wing extremist groups. And insofar as Fox News and Donald Trump and Marjorie Taylor Greene and all the rest have facilitated the rage that has manifested these insurrections, it can't be allowed to continue on. And I'm not talking about, we're we're not talking about just rank censorship. We're not talking about censoring political concepts. We're talking about getting rid of disinformation that is is creating um, danger and distress and potential assassination on top of desecration of our democratic structures, our democratic uh, uh, buildings and institutions. Uh, this is uh, deadly for a republic to have this level of madness boiling under the surface, and and it just it needs to go. The source of it needs to be cut off. We need to cut off the blood supply to this madness. I mean, we see it in. Um, there's a great documentary I always talk about called Brainwashing of My Dad. It's a documentary about Fox News Channel, and mm-hmm. uh, this documentarian Jen Senko, uh, her father was a, a Kennedy Democrat. Until he started listening to Rush Limbaugh, until he started watching Fox News Channel and became uh, brainwashed into that universe of disinformation and horseshit. And it was only the blocking of Fox News Channel and the um, the deleting of far right newsletters from his email account that brought him back to reality. And so as a test subject, that's what we need to do on a larger scale. If they're unwilling to report the facts, then they should not be framing themselves as a news organization. Exactly. Mm-hmm. 
There, I mean, exactly. we need to go back to the olden days when there were like lawsuits against quiz shows for defrauding the public. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. It's famous, the famous uh, 21 investigations mm-hmm. when they were mm-hmm. rigging that. I mean, you can't perpetrate frauds on the American. You can't use a public platform to perpetrate fraud on the American people. And although cable networks aren't necessarily a public platform, right. they are in a sense insofar as we can all watch it. It, it can be viewed by anyone with a television. Uh, anyone with a television and a cable uh, provider. Yeah, exactly. Which that's, is, that's why they don't fall under the FCC is because it's not broadcast. Well, and then there's the other uh, culprit in all of this, which is uh, something like Sinclair Media, which is not uh-huh. even cable. That's stuff right. that gets broadcast over mm. the public airwaves. That's mm-hmm. We were talking about local affiliates there. Yep. And that kind of, yeah. kind of shit is still using, I think, public airwaves to send the yes, signal. Yes, it is. Yeah. Even though they take over. They take, luckily, they try to take over KTLA here. They have yet to be able to do that yeah. so LA doesn't have a Sinclair station at this moment um, they tried to get that station they luckily did not so yeah no they they definitely fall under FCC rules mm-hmm. and so they should be investigated for sure it's one of those things that I feel like there needs to be a broader study you know there was a study that indicated that when Donald Trump lost his Twitter account the level of disinformation dropped by like mm-hmm. 70% or something like that someone needs to look at the damage that's being created by Sinclair because I think the existence of AM talk radio Breitbart uh, Fox News Channel, certainly Newsmax, AON, kind of present themselves as a shield to, to me, one of the more insidious platforms, which is the Sinclair purchasing of all of these local affiliates, and then the interjection of all of this propaganda, pro-Trump, pro-far-right, pro-extremism uh, propaganda. And just, again, it's made-up bullshit. There are so many cynical people here in this country that have access to a shit ton of fucking money. And they're spending that money making up things and putting it on the air as if it's real news. And it's not. We need to reclaim the title of fake news for some of this shit. Donald Trump made legitimate news seem like fake news. That was his whole... I kind think of that phrase just needs Orwellian to be gone. We're nonsense. Just call yeah. it disinformation. Yeah, exactly. Malinformation. Yeah. Well, malinformation, information pollution. Yeah, is mm-hmm. what it is. Well, I, I you I, know, let's not forget that Fox is plummeting right now. Though. Oh, Their yeah, they are. Are they lower are. than they've ever been. Uh, you know, Murdoch himself is talking about rolling up his hideous wrinkly sleeves and uh, <laughs> yeah, getting in there to try to fix it because he's the man. But like, it's their whole like. Everyone's fled to OAN and... Um, but if you notice on that in that variety piece, David, they talk about how the Fox News primetime lineup, again, Tucker, Hannity, Ingram, are like their bread and butter. So those three will not be touched because Rupert Murdoch doesn't care about the truth. Rupert Murdoch only cares about ratings and ad revenue. There are some... Mur- a couple of Murdochs do give a shit. After the shit hit the fan with uh, the insurrection, so they're like, oh my God, I think we're on the wrong team here. And so they said, well, uh, we can't have any more of this disinformation. Well, they don't have any power anyway. They're not going to convince uh, you know, Gramps to go in and take Sean Hannity off the air. Right. Um, you know, Rupert Murdoch's going to go with what's making him the most money, and that's that primetime lineup. So that is, at least according to that Vanity Fair article, it seemed like that's off the table. The, you know, the patient zero, or the patient's zero in this case, are... Mm-hmm probably pretty solid in terms of their standing, at least with Rupert Murdoch. What this is going to require is this going to require a public outcry and some sort of critical mass, sort of like what we saw right after the insurrection. In fact, I'm not sure how Fox News escaped that bloodletting that occurred uh, where heads were rolling after the insurrection, where Mm -hmm. Trump lost his Twitter account, all of those Republican donors pulled out. It was the right trend to occur after the madness of that insurrection. So uh, as far as Fox News goes how how the fuck did you know laura ingram and tucker carlson managed to sidestep the accountability that was coming down at that point i bet they were you know sitting up nights going uh, i guess i'm next but and every day would go by and they oh, go well i'm not next coming. yeah i think that that 2.7 billion dollar lawsuit is going to bring some people back to earth real fast but yeah i hope so we'll see uh yeah it just i mean let's not fail to enjoy the schadenfreude 
<laughs> yeah, well, that's true. I, I agree. I think that's a good bit of advice right there. Uh, lots more to talk about. We're going to get into uh, more about the uh, aftermath of the insurrection and the impeachment. And, oh, Letitia James in the news. This looks good. Uh, we're going to talk mm. about it, all of that right after these words. Eisier, that is A-I-S-I-E-R. What is it? luxurious modern sleepwear for the independent woman. Their sleepwear is made from 100% washable silk. Oh, silk is known to reduce skin surface moisture loss and limit skin irritation. Best of all, it's comfortable, so lightweight, it feels like a second skin. It'll keep you warm in the winter and cool in the summer with a fabric that loves your skin all year round. And in every type of weather, wearing silk to sleep is simply therapy at night. Eisier is owned by an amazing woman, a single mom. Their products are made right here in California. You can feel good about supporting a small business delivering high-quality products. Now is the perfect time. Treat yourself or a loved one to something extra special to sleep and lounge in during Eisier's Valentine's sale. Go to shopizier.com slash discount slash Stephanie. Use the discount code Stephanie, 10% off your order. That's shop, A-I-S-I-E-R.com slash discount slash Stephanie. Use that code Stephanie for 10% off your order. The Bob Seska Show. Freak Base live on the Bob Seska show from yesterday. Nice. This is a uh, Freak Base with uh, Doug Wimbish from Living Color and a uh, brand new single from both of them called Brainwave. Link in the description freakbase.com. This is so goddamn cool. A lot of new Freak Base fans now. Uh, a lot of great response to uh, yesterday's interview show. He is just one of those guys who. You'd never know by looking at the uh, costumes and seeing him on stage. You'd never know how genuinely sweet a guy he is. Just a really mm. nice guy. We, In fact, we let off our conversation about how he's kind of like, you know, a superhero, like a comic book superhero, where he's got two very distinct identities. He's got his freak base identity and then his identity as just a dad from Ohio. And uh, <laughs> it's just a really uh, great conversation. Really enjoyed myself yesterday. It was uh, really fun to talk to him. And of course, it was uh, such a privilege to get him to perform one of his songs uh, live on the show where he just he used the backing track and then just performed a bass line over top of it right there on the show. And then well, plus he threw in he had his bass with him the whole time and he was throwing in little bass licks throughout the interview. Just so much fun. And then of course we had to talk about Batman by the end. So mm-hmm. <laughs> both big uh, Batman fans, superhero fans and so on. Uh, really great conversation. Again, that's uh, everywhere you get your podcast. Just search for the Bob Seska show. Uh, BobSeska.com slash music if you want to submit your stuff. Okay. Uh, let's get back into things here. Uh, let's see. Oh, breaking news uh, from uh, this morning. Richard Bennett has been indicted by a D.C. grand jury. He was originally arrested and charged on January 8th. Now he's been indicted for a long list of crimes. So Richard Bennett is, or, or I should say Barnett. You know, I, I even regret saying his name in the first place, but he's the guy who sat behind Na- Nancy Pelosi's desk during the insurrection. Mm, that right. a-hole. If convicted, Barnett faces a maximum penalty of 20 years in prison under 18 U.S. Code. Uh, He faces a maximum penalty of 10 years under 18 U.S. Code, then a different section of 18 U.S. Code. Entering and remaining in a restricted building or grounds with a deadly or dangerous weapon. So this is uh, an extra layer of shit that has just dropped on his head. So that's all great news, too. All these people. It's amazing to me is that not only did they hand over $175 million to Donald Trump during the transition for this Stop the Steal campaign, which almost none of it went to the actual legal challenges to reverse the election. Uh, Not only did they hand over all their money like suckers, but now a bunch of people like Richard Barnett and all the other a-holes who stormed the Capitol, they're now all going to jail for their cartoon dictator. It is just endlessly hilarious to me that they were so badly suckered that they just like, you know what, we're going to go and we're going to storm the Capitol in the name of this guy, and it's Donald Trump. And this is the guy. And bring they, our phones. 
Yeah, and they're completely fooled. They were completely uh, manipulated into doing it. That's the the crazy thing about this. And, and in fact, if you dig down, it's one of the more disturbing aspects about it. I mean, I talk about it all the time, so this is nothing new on the show, but it's blindingly shocking to me how many fucking suckers there are in this country and how that number, I mean, we're talking about up to 74 million of them, that demographic of Americans it's just got a giant target on it. I'm not just talking about a, a ballistics target. I'm talking about a target for scam artists. I mean, these are the people mm. who are buying reverse mortgages, who are, you know, uh, you know, uh, buying. But Tom Selleck said it was good. <laughs> That's right. Yes. Thank you, Tom. But uh, let's see what else here. Oh, more bad news for insurrectionists. You know, Jenny Cudd, she's one of the insurrectionists. She's a pro-Trump she writer. She wanted to go to Mexico. Yeah, she begged the judge to let her go to a <laughs> pre-planned trip in Mexico. She faces a fresh setback this week when she got hit with five additional criminal charges. One, two, three, four, five, five criminal charges. And a newly unsealed grand jury indictment prosecutors charged MAGA writer Jenny Cudd of Midland, Texas, with corruptly obstructing an official proceeding of Congress, entering and remaining in a restricted building, committing disorderly or disruptive conduct in a restricted building, committing disorderly conduct in a Capitol building, and parading, demonstrating, or picketing in a Capitol building. That's a lot of fucking charges. Cud mm-hmm. was first apprehended by authorities roughly one week after the January 6th riots at the United States Capitol building after she openly bragged in a Facebook video. <laughs> This is another great indication because haven't we seen over the last like 10 years or so, since the at least since the existence of YouTube and social media, time after time where kids will do something stupid, like a bunch of teenagers will go and vandalize someone someone's house and then videotape it. If it, I say videotape because I'm old, but they'll take a yes. video of it and then they'll post it on their Instagram or their Pinterest or something like that. And I don't even know what Pinterest really does, but you know I what I mean. I don't know either. It's weird. <laughs> you get what yeah, I mean. I, and, I and, then they, and then they from there. Exactly. And then they end up getting caught anyway. So these insurrections are making the same mistake as drunken 15-year-olds make. I mean, this, this I mean, it was even like immortalized in a Simpsons one-liner. You know, <laughs> videotaping this crime spree is the best idea we ever had. <laughs> I mean, that's right. I got to find that tape. I got to find that clip. Oh man! Yeah, that's they're great. getting them all on these little charges—the trespassing, the picketing. But you know, they, I, I've read today that prosecutors are planning on using RICO statutes. Yes, yeah. I yeah. read that today like, too, which is great. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. for those of you who are just joining us and don't have a law and order degree, is racketeering, <laughs> interstate commerce. What's the O for? Uh, I forget. RICO oh, it's about, organization. It's how they pursue organized crime. Yeah, uh, organized crime okay. might be the O. There we go. There we go. We're taking. Ah, <laughs> oh, very nice. We're losing our law and order degrees. I think after that display, that was. That was <laughs> what sad. about Kyle Rittenhouse? I mean, like. Yeah, Kyle fucker. Rittenhouse. Holy shit! He's yeah, jumped he's, bail. He's disappeared. Ricky Schroeder's out. Two million dollars now. I guess. Yeah, he is. Wait, wait, uh, wait, wait really? Did Ricky Schroeder yeah. pay his bail? Yeah. He How did. did you miss that? I don't know. I just, I tuned out that story. I don't have enough bandwidth to cover the Kyle Rittenhouse story, but I've got it here on the list for today. Um, he disappeared, and I guess now I had no idea that Ricky Schroeder was the guy who paid $2 million. Yeah, he, bailed his ass out. he bailed his ass out. Oh my God, that is hysterical. I love that. That's my favorite mm-hmm. story of the day. Holy yeah, it shit. It would only be better if it Scott Bayo had posted bail, you know? Well, I mean, you know, he was, he was in a movie with John Voight, so... Yeah, that's true. The champ. That's, that's, that's what is. fucked him up. That's what fucked him up was being in a movie with John Boyd. <laughs> right. And there you go. Oh, man. Well, you know what? Trump's not out of the woods either. I mean, I, and this doesn't even loop in the insurrection, but uh, a New York judge has ordered Trump's tax firm to turn over documents to uh, Letitia James. In December, Judge uh, Arthur Engeron of the state Supreme Court in Manhattan ordered Trump Organization to produce records related to an investigation into whether Trump had inflated his assets in financial statements to secure bank loans and reduce his tax bill. That is the Michael Cohen revelation from his Mm -hmm. congressional Mm -hmm. testimony coming in and taking a giant crap all over Donald Trump's gigantic pumpkin head. So, oh, yeah. Speaking of giant heads, Matt Gates. Uh, please resign. Please resign. Like, please, please, yeah. please. Told mm-hmm. uh, so, something called the war room that he would be willing to resign his congressional seat in order to defend President Donald Trump in the upcoming impeachment trial. So yes, please stop. Don't come back. 
Just makes, <laughs> tell him to give his kid brother's suit back. I know. <laughs> that <laughs> suit from last week. Holy shit, I can't get over that one. His giant head. I mean, it's huge. I mean, really, you could store grain for the winter in that head. I like, it, it's just so... He's like a living bobblehead doll. <laughs> yes, he is. Oh, God. Oh, man. See, that's the thing. He's like one of the standard bearers in the Republican Party now. When you think Republican Party, it, Matt Gates is one of them. I mean, he's one of the top tier guys. Holy shit. Well, Trump attorney uh, Lynn Wood, meanwhile, who pushes conspiracy <laughs> theories about illegal voting, is now being investigated yep. by Republican Georgia Secretary of State for what is it? Say it with me now voting illegally. Vote fraud. Yeah, yep. yeah. He can, <laughs> he can he can hide out in Kyle Rittenhouse's uh, spider hole or whatever you know like Kyle Rittenhouse and Lidwood are going to be hiding in some sort of pit like where Saddam Hussein was hiding, and then it's be- just so funny they go on and on about the need for ID and you know we got to like prevent vote fraud and every time they catch someone doing vote fraud, yep, it's a goddamn Republican. Oh yeah, absolutely, it's uncanny how often that happens. It really is. It's like with. You know, Republicans who are telling us who we're supposed to love and who we're not supposed to love suddenly getting caught with, like, a rent boy in the back of a limo somewhere. You know, that's the kind of shit that we see all the time. It's the it's the hypocrisy, stupid. That's what this is all about. The Republican Party knows. I mean, that's another indication that they're just so full of shit. Well, everything they say is made up for effect to pander to the easily led automatons who follow along and vote for these people. They don't understand that eventually they're going to get caught caught doing the very thing that they're criticizing or that they're demonizing or trying to marginalize. And that's what happens when you make shit up instead of being genuine, instead of being honest about the human condition in this country, being honest about the nature of democracy in this country. Oh, you know what? Time to shit can Louis DeJoy. I don't know why he's still around. Yeah. Okay, don't they... Okay, isn't the board the people that hire... Yeah, yeah, there are. So but, if did they get rid of the board yet? Because that's the only way I think that can happen. Yes, that's what Joe Biden has to do. Of the six men currently on the board, four are Republicans, two are Democrats. All he needs to of, add four more <laughs> Democrats, it sounds yeah. like. Well, all four uh, Republicans were appointed by Donald Trump, and the law right. allows them to be removed for cause. Right. So if there's cause... <laughs> Which I think there was. Yeah, I think you can figure out where or what the cause might be, given the fact that, you know, no one's getting their fucking mail and no one has gotten their fucking mail for the past year. It's just a goddamn clusterfuck. I mean, how many people got their shit for Christmas that was like a month late? Uh, just, I mean, sending a card took four to eight weeks or something like that. I mean, that's, to me, an indication that the U.S. Postal Service, at least the people at the very top and the meddling that they're involved in, isn't working. It's only creating hassles. It's only creating, a, it's gumming up the works and making sure people can't get their prescription medications, you know, during a fucking pandemic. God, I mean, but there's, there's only so much the Biden administration can do at one time. Yeah. I mean, they really are like, I mean, Louis DeJoy may have to wait a week or two. Oh, because, I understand I mean, that. They did yeah. go and fire all of those shitty uh, Trump appointees that were on Pentagon advisory yeah. committees, yeah. just gone. Yeah. Uh, you know, and what was the other thing that was so exciting to me? I, I just, you know, it's you can't like mop all the floors in the house at the same time. Yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah. So. Well, but I, I think they're off. To, oh, I was going to talk about how much I love Jen Psaki. <laughs> oh, yeah, sports. yeah. I love her. Yeah. I, uh, and all these people, I mean, because she, for those of you who haven't seen it, Jen Psaki was asked a question about Space Force and she just kind of chuckled. Oh, <laughs> yes. I love that. She and said, rolled uh, her eyes and was like, let me get back to you on that. Uh, yeah. You know. I mean, I was just doing earlier, I was doing the, the Willy Wonka, please stop, don't go. And that's kind of what uh-huh. she was doing when she was asked about Space Force. She was like, wow, Space Force. It's the plane of mm. today. It's an interesting well, question. I, that's, like a, that's already like a song. <laughs> well, she, know, Space Force, it's the plane of today, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, she was, what was funny yesterday at the end of that news conference was, she answered a question and then she looked around the room. She goes, anybody else got anything? No? All right. 
Yeah. It's like everybody in the room gets a chance to answer, ask her a question, and if nobody's got anything else, boom, she's answered all of their questions. Right. But then right. I saw people like from the right on like I, there was one Republican congressman who was like, "How dare she disrespect Space Force?" And I'm just <laughs> that's <laughs> like, sir. This is a Chick Fil A. Yeah, <laughs> I don't, I don't understand. Like, why are they so? And by, it's nothing new. All they did was rebrand what was already there. We know this right. now. It's still just a branch of the Air Force. It's not its own separate branch of the United States military. It's just the same shit with a different name and a new logo that's derivative of Star Trek. But it always gives me an excuse to play the <laughs> Space Force song, which I'm only going to play a second of it because I'm weird. What can I say? Space Force. Wow, Space Force. It's the plane of today. Space Force is the plane awesome. of today. Yeah. <laughs> I just love that quote. Uh, there needs to be a Nick Lesko song. Just like, that's the chorus. Like, oh, Space yeah. Space Force. Well, it's this the time, plane of today. Now that you mention it, it does sound like Nick. It does sound like a Nick Lesko thing. Like, he could do this. It just, it just needs him all sweaty and red faced screaming it in his basement, <laughs> in his grandma's basement. I'm sending him an air conditioner for his birthday. Yeah. Oh, that's um, a great idea. Good luck. Yeah, really good. Um, <laughs> I'm sure he'll re- receive that with open arms. Thank you, stranger, for that air conditioning. <laughs> It's uh, like, dude, you need to cool off. Clearly, someone's failed your house on the HVAC front. Because, like, every, <laughs> anyway. Yeah, the top uh, the top Republican on the House Armed Services Committee uh, called on Saki to, quote, immediately apologize for her remarks, which he saw as dismissive <laughs> of the Guardians and the Space Force. <sighs> you know, she didn't say anything that was weird. She was just like, wow, Space Force, it's the plane of today. It's an interesting question. And I'm happy to check in with our Space Force point of contact. I'm not sure who that is. <laughs> I will find out and see if we have any update on that. That's it's all Marvin she the Martian. said. Yeah, yeah. And the <laughs> Republicans are like, why is she so mean about Space Force? So cruel. You'd be so cruel to our guardians. There was a guy who was like, you know, I'm hearing chatter that people are disgruntled about, you know, the passing with the reconciliation. And she's like, do you want to give me some names? (laughs) And he's like, uh, uh, and she's like, so they're just talking in the halls is what you're saying. (laughs) That was brilliant. uh, It's, it's like, oh my God, a grown up. Yeah. And it just, it's. That's the most striking thing about it is seeing grown-ups in charge again where I wake up in the morning and it's not just that I don't have to worry about Trump tweeting and disrupting the world. Uh, I know that inside the federal government, the mechanisms of keeping the country on the right track are engaged again. People are doing the right thing again. People are doing their jobs. State, the State Department is being rebuilt, basically, from the ground up after being decimated for so many years. We're going to start to staff our consulates and embassies and so on once again. Now, we're completely unstaffed by Donald Trump because he felt like he could do anything himself. He just wanted everything. Yeah, no, we don't need all those people. I can just he really this. thought he could run as something as massive and attenuated and cumbersome as the f- entire federal government, yeah. just like he ran his shitty money-losing real estate firm. <laughs> right. That's exactly right. All right, we're going <laughs> to take one me. last break here and uh, more show right after this. You can't always get a clean you can feel good about inside and out unless you're using Bubble Genius Bath & Body Products. See, Bubble Genius is a woman-owned small business proudly creating our vegan-friendly products in America and supporting other U.S. businesses by buying our ingredients and supplies from them as often as possible. Plus, you'll be hard-pressed to find packaging as recyclable as ours. Visit BubbleGenius.com and check out our cause-related items, too, like our global warming soap and a lot more. We donate our proceeds for those items to worthy causes, like organizations combating climate change and mountaintop removal mining. Good stuff like that. We also send our products to the troops overseas through our Buy a Soldier a Shower campaign. Because the least we can do is keep them smiling and smelling great, right? So visit BubbleGenius.com and feel good and clean. Bubble Genius, doing our part to make the world a better place, one bathtub at a time. That's BubbleGenius.com. Bob Seska!
Yes, this is uh, Richard Turgeon. Brand new single called Belladonna. I love this song. I wrote to him uh, today to tell him I was playing the song on the show today. And I, I said, this is one of your all-time greats. I've been listening to Rich's music for 20 years now. I used it in my uh, independent film that I shot back in uh, 2003, 2002, somewhere around there. And... Uh, I've just been following his career and his evolution as a musician, as a songwriter. This is one of his best. Absolutely. Belladonna, link in the description to support Rich Turgeon and to support all the bands here on the show. Make sure to uh, also listen to the Indie Music Countdown from last Sunday. A lot of fun, a lot of incredible music and a very diverse selection of music uh, this time around. So that's uh, everywhere you get your podcast. Well, if you subscribe to the Bob Seska Show on Apple Music or Stitcher, whatever, Spotify, you get the Indie Music Countdown automatically. Uh, Okay, getting back into things here. Uh, Last night, uh, Cameron Joseph from Vice News reported that roughly half of the House Republican conference gave Marjorie Taylor Greene a standing ovation after she rose to speak to the uh, to the house I guess in her own defense this is <laughs> this is the current condition of the Republican Party they're fucked if they do and they're fucked if they don't that's where they are right now and I'm I'm okay with it just as long as we can eventually cut off the, you know, the blood supply to people like Marjorie Taylor Greene and Fox News Channel and, and all the rest of it uh, so that they don't turn out to be yet another Trump debacle. And I, you know, my um, respect for half of the voting population in this country is at an all time low. So uh, I have no idea what these people are going to do next. Uh, It's just one of those things where we have to kind of watch and do whatever we can as individuals or as groups to make sure that uh, they don't acquire any more power than they already have. And and make sure, too, that that tide is ebbing and not (laughs) not rising. I just I feel. I feel like Taylor Green. The movement may continue, but I just she is going to flame out. I mean, I she's just too unstable, and she can't help herself. She's like Tanya Harding in politics. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, she is really she will fuck it up. Yeah, no matter. I mean, she will chew through her leash like a bad dog, and well, at some point, she will really just like implode. I mean, the tape that we just played of her should get her booted out of Congress, should get her impeached or whatever they do to members of Congress to strip them of their authority, to strip them of their seat in Congress, to reverse the uncontested election that she won in wherever it was. Is it uh, Northwest Georgia where she was elected? Uh, And that's that's what really needs to happen here. Meanwhile, this is the... This is the same kind of mindset right here. 24% of Americans say they will likely never get the coronavirus vaccine if they can help it. 50% meanwhile plan to get the COVID-19 vaccine as soon as they're allowed. Well, that's good, I guess. Half. Mm -hmm. Uh, While 19% say they prefer to let other people get it first. Well, I mean, if it is 76% of us, that should do it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. 80% would be better, Mm -hmm. but... And remember, only a few months back, it was 50% of us weren't going to get it. So yeah. it's getting, I think I think people seeing that nobody's dying from it, nobody's having, in fact, Erin Murphy, who played Tabitha mm. on Bewitched, All right. she just posted that she got her second shot to, uh, yesterday. Oh, yeah. And that she had some fever and slight chilling and didn't feel good, but then that's gone and she's fine today. And that was her second shot. So, oh, good, um, yeah. People are doing it. Um, I don't know how it's going where you guys live, but here it's like a mishmash because initially the rollout was terrible, obviously. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and there's 44 million of us and, you know, some counties are bigger than others and yada, yada, yada. And uh, and then the stupid terrorists trying to close down Dodger Stadium last weekend. Oh, um, right. God. Uh, God. We so, can't have anything nice. No, like a week we and can't. a half ago, a week and a half ago, we were dead last almost in vaccine distribution in the country, mm-hmm. which yeah. is not a good look. Nope. Um, but as of, I believe it was Monday or Tuesday of this week, we now have 58% of our vaccines have gone into people's arms. Yeah. So just in the last week and a half, it's it's gotten leaps and bounds better, probably because Biden's helping out a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And we've got the right freezers now. You know, I mean, these things had to be imported. It's not like normal vaccinations when you need these things to be frozen for so long and we've got to vaccinate all these people. Well, you got to buy the gear. Yeah. 
Yeah, you do. And um, Rocky Mountain I can't Mike. Figure out if I go ahead. Rocky Mountain Mike just got his vaccine the other day, or the first of two. So right. he, yeah, he's uh, he's in good shape. So that's good news. But it's not <laughs> Fauci, ouchie. Yeah, that's, ouchie, ouchie. That's the sound of Mike getting his uh, vaccine. That's the real <laughs> sound. See, if you're in radio, you get cartoon sounds that go along with yes, your you important do. medical procedures. <laughs> yeah, my mom's gotten her first shot. I she's maybe a week out from getting her second. Oh, that's great. Good. Oh, that's uh, good news. Yeah, my. Uh, I don't know if I should energetically pursue it or I should wait until more seniors have got it. Or well, I mean, more... you're in a high risk group, honey. You yeah, know? you are. You've had a heart attack. That's you, you know, should be able uh, to get it. You should be able to get you it. You should. Yeah. I mean, it's it's like I'm in. I have high blood pressure, so I'm in a. Eh, could be bad. So, um, yeah. it's not as. Like if I had had a heart attack or a stroke or something, I would I would have been vaccinated by now. Yeah. yeah. Um, but because I I'm in a group that they're like, well, we don't know if that's bad or not, and as long as it's being managed, okay, you should be all right. So I'm waiting. I don't really go out much. <laughs> so I mean, I go out I go outside and see people from ten feet away, you know. And I'm masked. I'm triple masked up right now. Yeah. Um. Well, not not right now, but when you go out. Not at the right? moment. Yeah. Not at the moment. Yeah. But because uh, nobody's here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> See, I wear I wear no three. porn filming right now. No, not today. Oh, good, good. And well, they're using they're in bubbles now, and it's really not that pretty. No, you know, no. They just kind of bump up against like boy in the plastic bubble, <laughs> <and> bubble boy. <laughs> you know, there probably is a fetish website just for that. You know, I hope so. Right. Oh, mask and it's fetish, bubble boy. No, oh, no, bubble, bubble fetish. Bubble, oh, yeah, okay. Bubble mushing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Shit. Well, the uh, Congressional Budget Office has projected that the economy will recover to its pre-pandemic size by the middle of this year, faster than previously wow. expected. The nation's unemployment rate, however, will remain above its pre-pandemic levels for the rest of this decade. Yeah. Under the CBO's projections, the mm. unemployment rate would average 41 well, said 41%. Can you imagine? 4.1%, which is still pretty damn good, from 2026 to 2031, well above the 3.7% it averaged in 2019. The CBO projections uh, do not assume any new stimulus, including Biden's $1.9 trillion plan. And that's going to be a big fucking deal. And yet another thing where Republicans are fucking themselves with their pants on. This well, is I think I, I just read that Mitt Romney is proposing $3,000 per child. Which oh, I think it's 3000 or three three fifty. Is it three thousand? Three thousand is what what the, just came down the 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 wire that I read. Three thousand dollars per child, Damn, as a, even just a, a one. I know even as just a one time <laughs> payment is is a lot for a lot of people. Yeah. Um. Uh. You know, if you're a family of four, that's an extra six grand. Yeah. Exactly. You know? So that's that's a good chunk of change that people can use. Um. And and pay their bills. You well, know? he's politically smart for doing that yeah. because the he Republicans, wants to be president. Yeah. Well, and also the Republicans are going to get decimated because of all this shit because they are mm. opposing this money. And when it actually ends up uh, showing uh, growth with the economy, while it, when it, people are doing well and they're starting to celebrate the new Roaring Twenties or whatever is forecasted I've for this decade. I've got my flapper dresses. There you go. Um, the Republicans are going to be like, oh no, why why didn't we do it? And they're going to they're going to regret not supporting some sort of additional COVID relief through this. And you I'm, know. I'm so glad the Democrats are not playing the Lucy with the football game anymore. No, they're not. No, no, definitely not oh, Joe Biden. Such that's a relief. Sure. You know, those yeah. 10 Republicans thought they were going to have a nice little party at the White House with the new president, and then they would slow the bill down. And he was like, thanks for coming. Goodbye. No. Yeah, I think we're far apart on this. See you later. Yeah, that's exactly what yeah, happened. Yeah, he lived through eight years with, with Obama trying to play nice. Mm-hmm. Again, and they, and they again. just were like, no. And so he's like, yeah, fuck it. We need work done. Yeah. It's and, great. And you know what else? I think Biden is doing extraordinarily well in the polls. And certainly oh, that yeah. happens early on in a presidential administration where, you know, every, everyone starts out with a really high approval number. But now we're, however many days I said that we're into this, we are 16 days into right. The Biden presidency, and he's still uh, averaging a plus 18 spread 
on his approve disapprove. It's fifty according to the RCP average, fifty four percent approve, thirty six percent disapprove. But and some remember, of his numbers Trump never cracked fifty. No, he oh, never no, did. the whole four years, and people are talking about him being this shadow president, like yeah. the anti president. I'm like, he wasn't popular when he had the job. No, right. no, and in fact, like so, the Harris the uh, Harris poll shows uh, Biden with a sixty one percent approval rating. Mm. Um, IDB or IBD tip has got him at uh, 58%, uh, Reuters at 57%, uh, Politico at 58%. It, you know, it's the same shit. As always, it's Rasmussen pulling the average down because we're talking about a bunch of polls that are plus in the 20s or at least plus in the teens. And Rasmussen has only uh, got Biden at, with plus six, 5246. So it's just the, the, the where Rasmussen boosted Donald Trump. Now Rasmussen is dragging down. Joe Biden. Yeah, it and, doesn't help that when they call people to poll them, they're like, what do you think of Hunter Biden's dad? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're doing push polling. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. 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 I got to say one thing, though, about the Georgia Republican Party. Okay. Talk about your shitty timing because they decided – they announced on Monday that they have founded the Stop Stacy Committee to keep her from becoming governor in oh, – you know, But it was the same day that the Nobel Prize Committee announced <laughs> that they were nominating her for a peace prize. <laughs> yeah, that's great. I love that. She's um, so up in the polls. She's like at fifty six percent approval, and so is Biden in Georgia. Like the, it's this is not a tide that's reversing. It wasn't a lucky punch. Well, this is what we, has to happen. I mean, simultaneous with making sure that the disinformation stream in this country, the, the blood flow, is cut off. Uh, at the same time, I think what's happening, and I hope this continues. I hope this is a trend that is going to continue to manifest itself. But the Democrats need to be seen as the permanent governing party. And the Republicans need to be seen as the crazy opposition or whatever. The, the you know, the, the marginalized group on the side, the like Waldorf and Statler from The Muppet Show, who just shout insults down but don't really have any role in the show. You know, and that's with the Democrats. But I like those guys. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you know what I mean. Yeah. You get the middle. I know. I yeah, know. yeah. Well, uh, and so the only way we can continue to flourish as a country is if people finally go, yeah, I guess the Republicans just aren't up to it. They aren't. They can't govern nationally, so take the toys away from them, as we've been saying here on the show. Take the toys away. Let the Democrats do their thing, because with all of their flaws, and yes, the Democrats do have their nuts on the far left, uh, Michael Tracy, as we were mentioning at the top of the show, Glenn Greenwald, Ryan Knight, the usual suspects, those nuts, they're not running the show. They're not no. like the they Republican Party. The Republican Party, the nuts are running the show. Not on the yeah. not that way on the Democratic side. And I think more and more people are recognizing that. And you know, the, they're just really embracing uh, a Joe Biden, which is just a, a wonderful change here in this country, and one that I never would have expected. I never would have expected. If you had gone, I, I mentioned this before. If you'd gone back in a time machine to 1988 and told me that in the year 2021 Joe Biden would be president and John Bon Jovi would perform at his inauguration, I'd be like, "Ah, oh, yeah, fucking crazy." Right. But here we are. <laughs> here we are. I gotta um, say, he's incredible. really like I had such low expectations of Biden, but he's hitting all the marks. He he's is. Still, he was the right man for the job at exactly. the moment in time. It's just like there's a reason for why he didn't win previously. We needed mm. him now. Astralsummer.bandcamp.com is David Ferguson's website and his music. Go and download it. It's amazing. Also, Jody Hamilton is at from-the-bunker.com and at sexyliberal.com. Tuesdays on the Stephanie Miller Show at stephaniemiller.com. All right, postmortem show coming up next. BobSeskaShow.com. If you want to subscribe, we'll see you over there, folks. Bye now. One last thing here, we're so grateful that vaccinations for COVID-19 are underway. Unfortunately, while there's light at the end of the tunnel, infection rates and hospitalizations are at an all-time high across the country. In California, some hospitals are turning away patients or threatening to ration care. While we're nearing the finish line for this brutal pandemic, getting there means staying safe. For the foreseeable future, only respirator face masks provide real protection from transmission. Unfortunately, the huge demand and limited supply of respirators means we are flooded with fakes and counterfeits that do almost nothing. 
Well, right now, the NewDealShop.com has FDA-authorized KN95 respirator masks with anti-fraud labeling on every single package that can be verified right on the manufacturer's website. They're tested in the United States by the NPPTL and provide the most significant level of protection. Their respirator masks are in stock in the U.S. and ship immediately for free. Go to TheNewDealShop.com now and get verified, authenticated, FDA-authorized N95 masks shipped immediately to your home or business. That's TheNewDealShop.com. TheNewDealShop.com. Go now. 